This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Help yourself your radio. And here we are once again, Mouth of the South Shore radio show on the Wrestling Perspective Radio Network. I am and will always be the Mouth of the South Shore, Eric Cordova. Joining me from across the interwebs, the man, the myth, the legend, the reason that Blue Chew exists, Mr. Eric Kravitz. Uh, All right, let's try this and let's see if it works this way. Hello there. Hello. All right. Are we good now? my best to not do this. I think I think the link I got was a little bit awkward and incorrect, but it's me, it's me. I'm Long Island Ice DZE, and the band is back together for the first time in quite some time, but uh, it's good to be back. I've been doing other things, and most of those things are not as fun as this, so it is a delight to be back to sharing the airwaves with you. You make... The return on the same week as someone else made a return, and we'll get to that, of course. I mean, return. to be fair, we both look exactly the same. Well, if you take the mask and leave it on, I guess, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With the yeah, mask, absolutely. Bray Wyatt and I could easily be twins. Absolutely, and we'll get to that. I, uh, I want to dig into that because... I did something that I haven't done in a while, and that's uh, I actually attended Monday Night Raw. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, she better. She soon she'll be my wife. But I like. Yeah, but no, I actually attended Monday Night Raw. I haven't done that in quite a while. So that. Uh, Yeah. You you and the boys the day job got together. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Is that like. You know, normally you do one of these things, you go, all right, let me leave it all behind. Let me get together with some buddies and you you go to the show. This time it was, you know, my manager's a big fan and it's like, let's all go to the show as a team. Let's do this as as an outing for our team. 
And so there we went, uh, you know, came from the city, went all the way out to Long Island, got ourselves into the Nassau Coliseum, which wasn't full, by the way. Kind of weird. It's actually Not disappointing. Shocked. Like, it's Monday Night Raw at the Coliseum. And you're it not selling matter. out? Doesn't matter. It, 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 I can easily see. I can easily see it. The, the Coliseum not selling out anymore. But they shrunk it. I mean, so you're not even talking about getting fifteen thousand to twenty thousand people anymore. You're talking like eight to nine thousand or something like that. I, I forget what the Coliseum holds, but it's really no. Not it, it, a still, lot. it still holds double digits. It does. Okay. Yes. I was a little unclear I mean, I about like that. I think it's like in the neighborhood of like 11. Yeah, it, it holds 14,500 people. Okay. So I would, say, I would say if they broke into the 10,000s, I would be surprised. Because they had roped off some of No, and they had roped off some of the area, and I saw some empty seats. And, I, you know, it's a little disappointing. I did look across the aisle, and I did see – Good friend of the program, the uh, the Mintz couple, of course the the great Seth Mintz was there with his wife, so uh, you know we were in good company, and yeah yeah so it was well actually you know what was cool about it is uh, you know you know where you live they uh, I think because of what they nicknamed it they had uh, Oyster Bay Barn Rocker on tap at Nassau Coliseum so that was pretty cool. Yes, they do. It's making its way into local bars. Also, ladies and gentlemen, support your local bars. They need the business. Absolutely. And support your local breweries because they're fantastic and they make good beer. So I'll give a nice little shout out to Oyster Bay Brewing. I had a barn rocker while I was at the, the show, and it, it was very tasty. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. Our barn rocker is good, and also their summer variety is quite delicious, too. But most summer varieties, are, are, are they're my cup of tea. Or I should say my cup of beer, because you can't really compare a cup of beer or, or, or a glass of beer to a cup of tea. I don't Absolutely. think that would work out. Yeah. So, I mean, we were going to get into a lot of this stuff, and, and I'm going to hold off on one of the topics, which was let's get into, you know, what Bischoff and, and Heyman are doing. Now, I don't think they're doing anything yet. So we're going to hold off on that. So I, I really don't think that, they have any say, or at least not a lot of say yet, so we're just going to stay away from that topic, because the word is, they're not doing the shows yet, it is not them, so let's steer clear of it, but we do have, we did have a pay-per-view on Sunday, and we did have Raw on Monday, I mean, I, if you, again, this is the thing about a lot of WWE shows, if you watch them in a vacuum, they can be really good, like, I thought Extreme Rules in a vacuum was a good show, I enjoyed it. It was all right. Um, th- there were two matches on there that I thought that were good. Everything else was, eh, it was like a little mediocre. But for the most part, I did enjoy the show. Uh, eh, kind of, sort of ish. Like it. Like I don't. I don't want to sound super jaded, but it wasn't. It, it was all right for WWE. It was very good. But the Evolve show the day before, I think, was better. Uh, the AEW show this time was not. I'm not going to go ahead and say that it was because I'm not stupid. Yeah, it wasn't their strongest of the, uh, what is it, that was the third or fourth show they've done? Yeah, it was, it was not their best, no. No, no. And look, you know, the thing is, 
I want to be fair to everybody, and I'm going to call them like I see them. I, I want, they've had some really good shows. This one wasn't a really good show. It was a pretty good show. I, I, would, I wouldn't say it was a bad show, but I would say it was pretty good. Right? The, the, one, the, the one thing that I uh, will criticize uh, to no end, you, you can't make the hot tag in the right corner. Yeah, I don't know. You've been a professional wrestler for how long, and you can't manage to find the correct corner? Like, come on. Yeah. This is this, this is the equivalent of uh, of finishing in the wrong hole, right? Like, come on. Like, like it shouldn't be that difficult to do. Right. I agree. Uh, I'll tell you one thing though, and I know we haven't talked about it, but I know we both. In watching AEW, right, the, the whole idea is you're supposed to fall in love with your Kenny Omegas and, you know, these top end, like, you know, we talked about Maxwell Jacob Friedman, you know, he's a really good talent. I'm telling you, though, I'm, a, I'm, I'm liking this Luchasaurus. That's the guy. You know, I know you I, too. I knew that from the get-go. Where did he come from? Who, who, how, where did where uh, he come from? He was from? in developmental. He was, he was in the NXT system for a little bit. Um, but it didn't work out for him. I don't know why. He looks like if Tyler Rex had charisma. Yeah. But and, and I'm not I'm not I'm not sitting here to, to to defecate all over Tyler Rex. I think he could have been a good talent. But Luchasaurus and also Jungle Boy helped make it. Let's not give all the credit to Luchasaurus here. I, I can't believe I'm about to have a serious discussion about a man who calls himself Luchasaurus. But but like, he, he's incredibly he, – he, he knows how to work with what he has, which is something you cannot really say about a lot of wrestlers. Yeah, and, and I often think that these guys go too far to, do, to try and do things that they don't need to do. Like, the guy who plays Luchasaurus is what, like 6'5", 6'6", like 250? Like, he's a big guy. You can tell the difference when he's in the ring as compared to a lot of these other guys. Like, he yeah. towers over them. When you're a guy who towers over people, you should be using a different type of offense. I understand now he busts out a moonsault every now and again because it does look cool when you do it sometimes, you know? But when, it, when you try to make it a regular part of your arsenal, A, people get used to it. Like, you can only see a guy do that so many times. You're like, okay, I've seen it. You know, it's cool watching the little guys. That's what they do. But for the big guys, you're like, I want to be surprised. Like, when Brock Lesnar busted out the, uh, the shooting star press at WrestleMania, people were surprised. He used to do it in uh, developmental, but then he busted it out, and people were like, holy crap. Then, of course, he landed on his head, and that never happened again. But I digress. I also read an amazing article. Uh, it was an interview with the former Wade Barrett. <laughs> And he talked about a time where this kid, like a 16-year-old kid, was stalking Brock Lesnar. You know, like oh, I, I saw this video. You saw this? And apparently it became an inside joke with the, with the wrestlers that, you know, because Brock yelled at the kid, what are you trying to do, look at my penis? And I, I can just why. imagine, and Ray Barrett went out of his way to say this also, and I completely agree. It's Brock Lesnar. You, you wouldn't think he would go around using the anatomically correct term for any body part that he's not trying to rip off of that person's body. Like I can, I can imagine him using every slang word in the dictionary 
But to come out and say, are you trying to look at my penis? Like, it, it, it's a little weird. I, I can't yeah. imagine Brock Lesnar actually saying the word penis. But we are. We're saying the word penis. I mean, I, I don't know if you're supposed to say penis in the air, but we're saying penis in the air, so we'll just are go you with that. Are supposed to say penis on the air? I, I don't know if you can say penis on the air, but at this point, we've said penis in the air, like, 11 times. So you know, it's penis up, isn't allowed in the I air. I think we've said penis on the air too many times. This right, is going to so be I, a really good time to drop Bluetooth, but we're about 18 minutes early. Bluetooth <laughs> could help you with that. Absolutely. And we will get to that later. When I you know, want to get to things now, Bluetooth.com. No, okay. um, it was too easy. I had to make a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so getting back to, look, you had a bunch of shows. Yeah, I, I mean, the Evolve show, a fun thing. It, it doesn't happen all the time, and you had – Matt Riddle come back, and he was part of it, and you had the NXT title on the line for some reason. Um, but, I, you know, they put on a good show. It was a lot of fun. I didn't know some of the talents. It was cool to see some of these guys. So, all right, we, you know, we were off and running. And, we, uh, and then we got to the, the end of the weekend, and we got the WWE pay-per-view. And like I said, good show. I'm not a fan of the mixed tag stuff. It's just not, you know. And the thing is, I like Lacey Evans a lot. Mostly because she's different, and I want to focus on that, and I want to get back to that later on the show. Being different and having actual character is good, okay? It's good. It makes her stand out. We're going to talk about that when we get to the albatross of Monday Night Raw. You know, I, I wish I had a run sheet, but I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. That way I can prepare. Well, listen... We're going to get in because I want to go through this whole thing um, with Monday Night Raw because I, you know, I was there. I have a little different perspective. I can give you some tidbits of things that happened at Raw that did not happen for the audience on television. So I was a little bit surprised that they did a couple of main event matches and Zack Ryder wasn't in one of them or Kurt Hawkins for that matter. But then Ryder was on the show, so I was like, "All right, yeah, I get it." But why not? Why not use Hawkins if you're going to do that? You know, well, like, they use they use the creative pro guys. Sure. So no, I'm, I'm not talking about that. Oh, no, yeah. on 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 but, main but event. Like they, no, on main event they had a a women's match. It was Dana Brooke. Uh, she defeated. Let me see if I can remember this. I don't know. Who's a low-level women's talent? She beat one of them. Sarah Logan? Yes, she beat Sarah Logan. Good call. That, they, they've been having that match for two months now. Well, they had it. And then they had uh, Titus O'Neil against... Uh, wait, was it... No, it was a tag team. So it's Titus O'Neil and somebody against EC3 and Eric Young. And EC3 yeah. got the pin. By the way, EC3's theme music is awesome. We should hear them on more on Monday Night Raw. Love it. Like I, I, I watch the guy and I try to understand what is it that Vince McMahon hates about this guy. Like what is it? Because I'm not seeing a reason to look at that guy and go, yeah, lower card talent. I see him and I go, look at some of the guys you're featuring and tell me this guy can't be better than them or isn't better than he them. Look- Fantastic. Oh, he looks I'm like a million bucks. He looks fantastic. I don't like him on the mic. Really? Yeah. Huh? I really don't. 
I, I just I feel like they could find a way to make that work. Like it worked enough in impact to the point where he was the champion. I feel like you could make it work to the point where he could at least be a mid carter. Or I don't know, like figure something out. Maybe put him in like a mini stable or something. Like like let's get this guy on T V and let's figure it out. I mean, there's gotta be people that can do this. Well, they tried doing something like that on main event earlier, maybe earlier on in the month. I think they tried doing something with Cesaro EC3 and Robert Root. I think they tried doing something like that, and they called themselves the main event muscle or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And look, that's a, it's cool and all, but I want to see these guys, and I'll talk about the main event when we get there. But I want to see these guys featured. I want to see more. Uh, and we almost got it, but we'll we'll get to that point. So we get through those two matches. I'm a little surprised that Zack Ryder hasn't been there. Mostly because I look stupid to my coworkers because I said, eh, Zack Ryder will probably be on the, the pre-show, the whatever. Which you can't say anymore, by the way. Kickoff show. To be fair, Kick-off. you always look stupid, so it probably wasn't anything new. Well, it was, because we had two people start, and, you know, it was their first day, and they don't know any better yet. So, I mean, yeah, we're, so we're trying here. You know, can I, can I have the facade for at least, like, a couple of minutes? Like, a couple, like a couple of days. Just give me a couple of days to have the facade. No. But then Raw starts, and we get some good old-fashioned gloating from Paul Heyman, who dropped in the line of, I'm running this show, so I guess... He kind of is. I don't know. Uh, and they announced that there's going to be a 10-man top 10 battle royal for the right to face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Now, I got to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of these, and, there, and there's a reason for that. I know that realistically, there's only like two, maybe three people that can win. Like, you're not going to feed... feed you're not going to feature somebody that isn't ready to be in the main event of SummerSlam. I get it. But can't we at least tease it? Can't we have, like, 20 people in it and have a few, like, teases? Like, tease me a little bit. Am I, am I wrong to think that, that might have been a better idea? I don't want to talk about the Battle Royale yet, but wouldn't you like to at least have a tease? Like, have, have a guy in there you like, up and coming. And just a tease, let them get to the final five or something. It's a good way to push somebody, no? I was, I, I love having, I, I love Battle Royals as a kid. The Royal Rumble was my favorite kind of match, so a Battle Royal is sort of similar. So I like a Battle Royal. That's where I disagree with you. I will say. No, I like the Battle Royal. I want more people. I, but then that, that, that sort of goes against everything you were just saying though, doesn't it? You're saying realistically there's only one or two people who can win, so let's suspend that disbelief and add more people who I know can't win? Because then, because now you're saying here's our top ten. These are all people that are reasonably toward the top of the card. And we're going to give you like the top two or three at the end. I get that. But if you have, let's say, 20 people, and some of those people are not main eventers, clearly not. Like, any of those people that were in the match, theoretically, could face 
Brock Lesnar for the title. Spoiler, Brock Lesnar cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase. So that's what happened after the uh, the Rollins and the Becky Lynch won their match on Sunday. Are you saying that it's not a prediction and it is indeed a spoiler? It is. And I actually like the idea of them saying we're going to cash in, saying at the beginning of the night we're going to cash in, and then actually doing it. I kind of like yeah. it. Like, instead of just being like, I lied, he actually told the truth. I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. Uh, it goes to show the state of the business that telling the truth is the cool thing to do. You know? Absolutely. The, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We'll get to him later, by the way. And uh, I don't know. I just I thought they could have... Because when you have 10, it's like, eh, whoever finishes where, it doesn't matter. Unless they would have done something like take a guy who hasn't been featured as much, a Zane, a Cesaro, a Big E, and put him in, like, the final two and give you that false hope spot. And by the way, we'll get to this later, but I've had enough of the idea of guy goes out midway through the match, we think one guy is one, and then the other person comes in. Like, haven't we seen that finish enough? I, I don't like that people go out in the middle of the match, period. It, it sort of cheapens the idea of a battle royal and a Royal Rumble, but we don't have enough time to really get into that because that's something that's going to fire me up. And, you know, once you pop the fun, don't stop it. I don't want to take away any time. But that, that is something that does rustle my Jimmy, to be very honest with you. So I don't want to say it's that a. Would you say it's a, like a regular Jimmy, or would you say like it's a little Jimmy? It, it, it's a medium-sized Jimmy. Average Jimmy. And I yeah. wish I said that 10 minutes in now, from now, because that is another perfect Bluetooth spot. Absolutely. Not on my game today. That's what happens. Yeah. Not on my game. It, it happens. And when you're not on your game, Bluetooth. There you go. Out. We're not there yet. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely, but no. I, so I was okay with that. Whatever, it's fine. And then we go right into the uh, into the next match, which all right, six man match. It was all right. We did the first fall really quickly. By the way, I don't want to harp on it, but the idea of they can't wrestle during commercial breaks is idiotic, and it's even more idiotic when you're watching live, like at the show. I wanted to ask you about that. What do they do in those instances? I mean, so what they've been doing is they have people come out. So, like, all right, they'll, you know, maybe they'll do an entrance. And then someone else will come out and, like, Titus O'Neil advertised his book. And Dana Brooke at some point did, like, a flex cam thing. Like, flex your muscles. And she ran around the ring. It, they, like, do stuff in the commercial break to entertain you. Most of it's pretty stupid. So, so they do it. Let's, let's say there's, like, a because they another thing that's been pissing me off like crazy. They've cheapened the two out of three falls match, the fact that it's something they do every week. So yeah. what happens if you're in the middle of a two out of three falls match? So they'll do the fall, right? And then they'll say, oh, we're going to commercial. And then they'll kind of just like roll out of the ring. Like one person will, and the other person will be in the ring, and they'll just sort of kill time. That's stupid. Right. And, and you're sitting there, and you're going, okay, I guess they're stalling. I don't know. And you don't know that they're in commercial, because how, how do you know, you know? Um, 
so it's it's a, it's awkward more than anything. And I'm wondering why, when you know you have at your disposal the split camera that they do on SmackDown, why don't they just do that on Raw and forget about this nonsensical idea? Because they need to differentiate Raw from SmackDown. I guess. I stupid. I, I guess. I, you know, I don't really know what to do with that. It's... I understand, and I actually think they should start getting the rosters in order so that we don't have to do these kinds of things. Like, I don't want to have SmackDown on Fox and have the same people on Raw. I, I, I'd like to see different people get featured. Uh, we'll see what happens. And so, that's what that was, right? And we got the match, and the the thing, and, and then afterwards, the the club came out and did their thing. And I'm glad that the club is finally something that you can wrap your head around. And I think there's going to be an addition to that. There There is a rumor, um, or as they say in other podcasts, rumor and innuendo. And, we don't uh, deal with that. We don't? Oh. Well, they, they may expand the club. That's that's what I'm hearing, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. That's all I will say. All right? Uh, all right. But we started getting some other things on the show. Um, you know, I, as I was going on, I was trying to figure out. I know they're supposed to change up the um, the sets as well, so we'll see what happens there. I'm genuinely curious, actually, of, how, of what they're going to do. So apparently they're going to make it so that it's like it's cool and you know it's big and stuff and I'm curious to see what happens with that. Like I want to know if they're going to truly go and make it like something that is different. What I'd rather see, I want to see the pay-per-view sets come back when those are all different. When you were getting a different set on pay-per-view, I like that. But I don't know if we're going to get that. So, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, when you saw the initial 10, who did you think? Who were, like, the couple people that you were like, okay, I could see that person winning? Uh, I'm not going to pretend I heard what you said. Hello? Bueller? Bueller? I cannot hear you. I do not know where you are.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.